0: Hi everyone, this is Jenny G. Perry, and you are listening to Goddess and Gab, and I want to welcome my guest, Gina Gabellini. She is somebody that I'm, like, fangirling over right now, like a big-ass dork. Welcome, Gina.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. We're going to have some fun.
0: Yes, I know. Uh, So I want you to tell them, you know, like, in a sentence or two, just a little bit about you.
1: Oh my gosh, where do I start? Well, you know what? (laughs) I think that uh, what everybody needs to know about me is probably anything that could be done the hard way. I've done the hard way. Um, That's probably my default mode. Do it hard first, not intentionally. (laughs) Go like, what the hell am I doing? Uh, And then I find the easy way. So now I've become an advocate of easy. I've been a business coach for over 20 years. I didn't start out as a business coach. I started out as an everything coach, a life coach, because I just think that was the most amazing thing that I ever stumbled upon. I used to do it for a a personal growth seminar company. And then I discovered that coaching was actually a thing like, Oh, like people go out and do this on their own. I don't have to work for a company. Cool. I'm in. So now I have, (laughs) (laughs) so now I have uh, the love of my life coaching and I get to do it and I get to help business owners have more fun and ease and attract their most ideal clients and have a lot of fun. So it doesn't feel like work.
0: Oh my goodness. see. I love your, like, I I don't know if anybody else calls you rebellious but I kind of do look at you as a little rebellious where you talk about things in a different way um you know as an entrepreneur we are being told that things have to be done one way and I feel like you're not doing it the way that they say to do it which is way more fun and I can relate to that because that kind of hard like you know the hard way is often celebrated when it's like just makes you feel bad it's um you know, because it's, it's a lot of energy going out. Say, for instance, like, you know, if, if you force yourself to have to have a certain kind of schedule and it's not in alignment, it's like you, you're not necessarily going to yield results. But even if you yield results and you're not happy, what's the point anyway then? So you advocate the whole fun and easy. So tell me, like, tell me about that. Like, how can you make business more fun and easy?
1: <laughs> it takes a lot of effort. no <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know you're like, well,
1: it's kind of hard, but you just have to notice like anytime you feel like you're procrastinating on something, every time you feel like you can't come to a decision and whatever you're about to create feels hard. Like these are all signs that you're probably moving in a direction that's not going to yield great, great, anything, not no more clients, not more profits, not like it's going to, and it's going to take you a long time. Like I was I'm preparing for this big program I'm going to launch and I, I knew I wanted to give away a bunch of free training and I, I had like had it all mapped out what I was going to give away, what I was going to talk about and I'd come up with this thing that I was like, Oh my gosh, people so need to have this information. They're going to love it. And I'm like, why, don't I, why am I not getting started on that? Like making free stuff to give away is probably besides the actual coaching itself. One of my favorite things I do in my business. So why, have I started making that free thing yet? And I thought, oh, it actually sounds complicated. And I thought, all right, so what if I became unattached to doing that thing that I should do? What seems fun? What would I want to get? That was the, actually the question that opened it up for me. Well, what would I want to receive if I was on the receiver's end? And then,
0: of course, I got that's this. That's awesome. You know? That is awesome. Oh, my God. That's seriously, Eureka, that's such <laughs> a great point. But, but seriously, you're rocking my world with that. Because we forget, we're like, what do what do they want what do they want and and honestly like if it lit, if it lights you up then that's hello that's the answer I'm telling
1: you I whipped out that thing in an hour and it was like oh my gosh this is so much better than the other thing like <laughs> I'd had the other idea for months and hadn't done anything about it and then 24 hours later bada boom bada bing here you go
0: Mm. bada bing bada boom yeah that's so Jersey see um you're already speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> right oh my i had I had a disaster happen with business this past week, so I am not a business coach, and I bow down to you people actually i i I have coached as a life coach I've wound up coaching people about their business because hello if you're a life coach it's it's relationships it's it winds up being on all different things and and I love giving people um you know creative new ways to do it only because I know what I've done wrong and, and, you know, follow the advice of certain people that didn't work out. You know, so it's kind of like you pass along the wisdom that you learned. So um, I'm not a technically savvy person. You know, I'm not, I'm not, not technically savvy, but like, I don't know how to build a website. Let's just say. <laughs> so I have a membership right now and we have it on WordPress on my website through a Divi builder thing. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so this platform, it ate my week four. So I went from Monday to Thursday, not knowing that my mastermind had, like, had the wrong information. Like, they had, like, basically scribbles of the beginning of something, not the actual week four. I was mortified. I felt, like, I felt embarrassed. Like, I was like, I can't believe it. Well, and come to find out, it's nothing we did wrong. It was a problem that the program itself was having, but that was a nice fun business lesson there that I have to back things up, double back them up. So, you, you I'm used to WordPress backing up what I do, but now I got to double back it up. So it was a fun little lesson. But as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, I think that you know you might look stupid sometimes, you might look silly, and that's part of it. Like you got to get over that because everything doesn't have to be perfect, or else you're not going to do it. You're like never going to put it out there. So it's was true. perfectionism ever something that you struggled with as an entrepreneur? Uh, unfortunately,
1: no. <laughs> I wish I had a that's... little. I, I do now. I do now. But before, if you could have seen what I put out there, and that's living proof that nothing has to be perfect and you can still get clients and still have an income. Because first of all, I didn't have anything back when I started coaching. You have to remember, it was over 20 years ago. I, it was my first time. I had to because of coaches training They required the program I was in required you to have email I had to learn what email was and oh my goodness I didn't do a website till after my clientele was full I didn't have a really have a business card at first and I was the queen of how what's the least I can get away with in order to have this work out
0: which was I just great. love you already that's just <laughs> I I just love it I just love it I'm like yes rebel unicorn girl I love it I absolutely love it however and, and, I will okay. say this Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like sometimes that did get in my way because I wouldn't complete things to the best of my ability Mm. there was no pride in what I was doing It was like (laughs) the only pride I had was like I know I rock as a coach so if you everybody needs me that was my philosophy everybody needs me everybody needs a coach if I'm the perfect one for you it's gonna work out it's gonna be great however There was not a lot of follow-through, not a lot of detail-oriented stuff happening. And of course, when I started my business, I had, you know, no no backup money to get support in a team. But what I I ended up learning was I have to be in 100% excellence when serving the client, and not from just the coaching standpoint, but how I handle people coming into the process so they know what the hell is going on, and they're like, "Wait, how does this work? I know I love you, but uh, I'm not sure. You didn't give me any clear instructions on how this thing works." Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I remember I, I had, um, I had like a hundred people in a program and I always ask for feedback whenever I teach a program at the end. So I can, you know, what did you like best? What, what didn't work for you? What would you want to see different? And I got a lot of feedback. Like it would be really helpful. Maybe if you had some handouts and any kind of materials that we could use, I'm like, Oh yeah, I actually coach people on personality styles. Like I know the just how to just profile people have been certified for years. Everybody takes in information all sorts of ways, not just auditory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should probably have some course materials. That would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it.
0: I, I just love the fact that you're being, like, honest, though, because I think that that's one of the things that I b- try to balance. It Like, my mom is a corporate America person. And I was like, Mom, I, you know, like, I feel like sometimes I'm not as authentic because I can't talk about certain things because I'm a mom. And, like, you know, I might be struggling with something as a mom, but, like, it's my kids' stuff, so I can't, like, I can't share the wisdom, like, if it was just something personally I was going through. My mom's like, you don't always have to let everyone know everything about your life, and you can still be authentic. And it's it's that line of, I want to be relatable, and I want to be real, and I want to be authentic. But, you know, there is, you know, some things that you're going to hold back, and that's cool. And so I love the fact that you're being very authentic. I think that's super cool. And what I, what you're saying something that we hear often in the coaching industry, which is that it doesn't matter if you have a list or if you've had a website, like people succeed and, I, and you're literally, you're being an example of that because people um, hear that, but I don't know if they know anybody that that actually happened to. You. And what you're an example of is that it's because the, it's the energy behind it, because you can have a great website, you can have all the like ducks in a row and not get clients, right? And I know that's something that you want to pass along to people. It's like how to get new clients and how to attract them to you. Right. Yeah. And it's so everything. what would you say about that? Cause it is your energy, right?
1: Everything is about the energy. And I actually have a great story for that. I, everything is energy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just looking, there's a tree outside of my front yard right now that I was going to tell you a different business story. And I will, but I was looking out there and it's, we didn't have any trees in our front yard and my man came home one day and said, "We've got to get a tree for the front yard." And I said, "Oh, good. I know I have been dreaming of this particular tree for a long time." And he's like, "Sure, let's go drive around the neighborhood and you tell me which one it is." And I showed it to him. He's like, "I don't want that tree in my front yard." I was like, "What? It's the most beautiful tree ever." He's like, "I don't want to come home and see that. I want a redwood in the front tree I'm in the front yard." I'm like, "What? Everybody's got redwoods around here." And so it was this big like. we were both so attached Mm. to the end result. And both of us were coming from that pushing energy and feeling like scared that we weren't going to get our way. And I remember at at first I said, just whatever, do whatever you want then. Like just total cop out, right? Like I'm frustrated with you. So do whatever the hell you want. Total martyr. (laughs) So... (laughs) So I let it go, and then I just said, no, I going to come to peace. Whatever happened, whatever. Our front yard and our backyard is beautiful. Who gives Who gives a rat's house? What's in the front yard? Mm-hmm. I let it go, and the next thing you know, there was never another conversation about it. And the next thing you know, I hear him on the phone talking to the gardener saying, okay, yeah, can you please get the jacaranda tree, which is the tree I wanted? And I, I looked at him like, what? He's like, you said that's the tree you wanted, and I thought... Oh my gosh! Hello. Of course, he ordered that tree for me because I came to peace with whatever was going to happen, just knowing that the end result I would like it, whatever you know, whatever tree we chose, it would be fine. And it's the same energy with business. There was a time I was working specifically with a marketing coach because marketing was definitely my uh, the evil of my whole business. I thought, God, I just hate it. It doesn't work for me. I'm not a marketer. I am more of the relationship person, not realizing that marketing is about relationship. I thought it was about getting a particular formula, right? So no wonder I could never get it right. And I was working with this coach and I had launched my very first high end program. It was right when baby number two was coming. So I was very much attached to making it work. so I thought I can't work with all these clients. Baby number two is coming. So as much as I, you know, have stopped working. I'm going to have to work even less because and I don't want my income to go down. So I got to like, find a way to leverage this. I'll have a high end group program. So I worked with this marketing coach. We did, I did everything she told me. I was so proud of myself because usually I'm the slacker. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to take the time to do it right. And not one person signed up. And I thought <laughs> this is, I don't think it was my marketing. I think this is a mindset issue. Clearly not one person signed up. And I went back to the coach and we had a coaching session after I launched the mastermind. I said, she goes, so what happened? I said, nobody signed up. And I think it's me. She's like, what do you mean? It's you? I said, I did everything right. There's something with my thinking. She's like, no, no, no. So we went through all my marketing materials and she goes, yeah, it's you. You did everything right. (laughs) and So I said, all right, I had to come to peace with myself over it. I was mourning the whole failure of that thing. And I thought, you know what? There needs to be some sort of decision that I'm still going to be able to work less. I will still continue to bring in the income I was bringing. And what if I even brought in more? And this is what I'm deciding to do. I have no idea how this is all going to unfold because right now I have no grand ideas. And I just became at peace with it. The next month was my biggest month ever in my whole entire career, the amount of money that I brought in. And it, you know, it was clients that just came knocking on my door. And people paid in full. I'd never had that happen before. They paid in full for a full six months. I had raised my rates right before that. And I wasn't even fully behind those new rates. I was still a little nervous. Like, who's going to say yes? It was already expensive. And I already had people always saying no because of the price and like who's going to buy it at like double that and people started buying and paying in full i thought oh my gosh i shifted my energy
0: voila mm. like magic see see everyone why i'm fangirling because she's like speaking the things that i think a lot of people are feeling um because the, it really is the energy behind it now this is where i want you to come up with this solution which obviously if you want to get like really this major solutions you want to work with gina but this is where your law of attraction background is way, you know, way further back than mine is. I actually, I was just, as you're talking about being pregnant with your second child, I think that's when I, when I found you. I feel like that's when it was, mm. um, which would have been, you know, six years ago. I can't believe it's that long, but time flies when you have kids. You're like, <laughs> you're like don't see somebody. And like their kid was like a baby and you're like, they're 10? No, they're not. Now you're like, there's something wrong. Or like you don't see somebody and their kid's a teenager. And you're like, I'm still a teenager in my heart, Right. Um, totally.
1: but, but, I always expect to get carded when I go on bars still. <laughs> oh,
0: I know, I know. And you're like, I'm so cool. Yeah, well, no, you and I are cool. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> but, the whole, the, but the law of attraction, that's something that I have studied, and I, and I know I teach it, but it can be very misconstrued about mm-hmm. what it actually means. Because a lot of people just think it's a bunch of vision boards and reading the secret, and it's not. It's way different than that. And so what would you like to tell people about? So now they did all the marketing stuff right okay, or maybe they're not an entrepreneur, maybe they, like, they think that everything, you know, they're doing right in life, that quote-unquote right, and then they're not manifesting what they want, and maybe they've written stuff down, and they're like, what is the, what am I getting wrong here, what do you want to talk about with the law of attraction with that to help them understand what is, yeah,
1: we used to get this uh, all, uh, for years, I taught only law of attraction, and people would always come into my programs and clients would say, I'm doing, I'm doing everything you said and it's not working. I'm like, no, something's off. Cause it would be working. And usually I think the biggest thing that people do, I, I absolutely do it myself. Um, still to this day often, although I, I catch myself faster now is that I think there's more, like, even though we say we're focused on what we want and even though we say, yeah, Like I'm, I'm appreciating what's good in my world. I'm focused on the good stuff. I'm focused on what I want. We have got so much energy that is scared, fearful, that we're not going to get what we want, that we're, you know, we're stuffing and it's back there. We're just not paying attention to it. And I say, don't push it down. Bring that stuff up because Mm. if you can deal with it head on and go, oh, wait a minute, this is what happened. Like immediately when no one signed up for that mastermind that I was creating right before my son was born, I said, okay, what's off? Like I feel stressed. Even before, you know, the thing failed, like I felt tense. And if you can tune into that and say, okay, what is it exactly? Like let's not shove that down and keep moving forward, ignoring it, because it will tell me what, what it is specifically that I'm scared about. And I can actually deal with that now that I know what I'm fearful about. You know, it's like um, taking that time to see where the nervousness is because always, 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 uh, it's, it's amazing to me how fast you can get what you want when there is peace, peaceful energy under it all. You don't have to be all, hoorah, I'm going to get what I want. Cause usually a lot of that is fake energy anyway. Like you're gearing yourself up to get excited when it's not really true for you underneath. Yeah. There, there are those shadows about. So for me, I always like to look in the nooks and crannies like, okay, so what, what is it that I'm most scared about? And then let's talk about it or let's write it down so that I can now start. I can start turning that around. I can start making those small shifts. Like one of the things I learned, I was very terrified when I had my first child that I was like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to, how's this business going to continue? I'm, I was, in, I, I think I was still living in La La Land because I, I I didn't even hire a nanny or any help. I thought I was going to like have a baby breastfeeding on a boob and then I would be coaching a client on the other side. And I didn't realize, <laughs> oh wait, like babies cry really loud and they And you're going to have to like make noise and that's not going to be cool for their client. That's not going to be cool. And I I remember after the first week I had my son, I called my mom. I'm like, can you help? She's like, yeah, I kind of thought you were crazy saying you didn't need help. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me I was crazy? She said, you acted so sure.
0: (laughs) You were like, I didn't want to she was like, I didn't want to splash your bubble. Do you know, with you talking about that, this is where I'm, what I'm feeling where you're going with this is that there's if you have two conflicting energies you are not going to manifest so what i find is that this is where you're bringing to life something with the law of attraction that people want to ignore so like when i coach somebody or say i'll put like a prompt on facebook like you got to follow Gina because she has a beautiful posts on facebook to get you thinking is that sometimes with people they're like no but you don't want to focus on you know what you don't want or whatever and it's like no but if you're not if you're not looking at the mindset block underneath it then that is your subconscious stuff is going to override the thing that you think you want. So for you, I tell me, tell me if this is where you were going. So for me, my conflict with having a successful business was I didn't want my parenting to suffer because I didn't want to go into overwhelm and have all these balls up in the air. So were you, so did you block then those clients because there was, there was a little bit of conflicting energy with your second child coming? No, I think it was,
1: I, I'm a girl who always gets attached to the end outcome. So my downfall okay. is not fear. It's, it's still fear, no matter whether you're attached or you're scared. It's, it, Cause underneath attachment, when you say, I want this really bad means I want this really bad. Cause I'm so scared. I'm actually not going to get it. And if I don't get it, I feel like some part of my life, I'll, it will be sacrificed. So for me, and I love business. I love the whole, like to me, business is a game and it's, the game is all about how aligned can I be? Because the more aligned I am, the more everything works in my favor. I'm more successful. Things become easier. I come up with the best ideas that are extremely fun for me to deliver on. So it's this big giant game. And for me, I was just really attached to like, just proving to myself that I can still be a mom. And still attract everything I needed and keep it in balance. But I was underneath, clearly, I was scared that I wouldn't get it. So I was fighting for it. It, In my mind, there was a bit there was that fight, like, I gotta make this happen. I'm a forcer, right? Like let me I can make anything happen, damn it. (laughs) And so that's really my downfall. Well most of my clients who show up, they're more they're afraid it's never gonna happen. So they're not they're not actually they're not really claiming what they want. I claim it and I claim it fiercely, and you don't want to claim it fiercely because Either way, whether you're holding back or you're jumping in, hoorah, like painfully so, they're both based on fear that you actually don't think you're going to get what you want underneath it all. Like something about, mm-hmm. is not going to be able to pull this off? Or something's going to go wrong. The bottom's going to fall out. Um, or it couldn't be that easy for me. It's easier for other people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. For no good reason, just stuff we make
0: up in our minds. And, but unless you know what your shadow belief is, that that's where you're going to keep running into the place where no matter how much effort you keep doing, like we, we talk about in business, like throwing mud, at, you know, it's like throwing mud at the wall and like yourself know, at the wall and hoping something sticks. Right. Because yeah. we, we think that that's what we should do is more action, more action, more action when actually that creates burnout because if you're not aligned, it doesn't matter what you're doing. So I think it's such a great point because like I said, with law of attraction, if you ignore those things, then they're going to be the, the conflicting energies. So I think that's a great point. And so really that the, the detachment is one of those things that I think if, if people look at something they manifested that they put the desire out there and they forgot about it or they weren't attached to it and they manifested, but they don't seem to count those things. You ever notice that? Like people forget <laughs> what they manifest. That it was so easily say a relationship. Like, where you're like, Yo, but have, you have an amazing relationship. They're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah fine. And you're like, you're, you're missing certain things that you manifested. You manifested it. Do you find that with people?
1: Oh, yeah, all the time. And they forget, So like, how, if something, when something passed, like, even a week later, I'll know clients will, they'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. And I said, wait a minute. Just a week ago, let's review all the magic that happened in your life. Stuff that would blow <laughs> away most people on planet Earth. Like, what? Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot because we just get so entrenched in the the hard stuff that's in front of our face right now. Just because we can't see that it's going to work out doesn't mean to. And one other point I wanted to bring up when we were talking about the word attachment. Often people get attached to there is one way that this can, there's only one way to get from point A to point B. And that's where that's where when we don't see the immediate results. It looks like it's not happening. For instance, I mean, people do it in business. Like, uh, it, it's probably one of the worst things is business. And body because you know people try to lose weight, and and myself included. Like, it's not happening fast enough. So nothing. It's not working. Whatever I'm doing is not working. It's like hold
0: on. I like when people say I've tried everything. And so you've tried everything, literally on the sun Every single thing you tried. <laughs>
1: Well, the thing is, is we don't even have to try everything. We just have to be more relaxed while we choose that one thing that we're doing. Because if you get invested, like I'm going to do this thing because it actually feels good and I'm not going to be my joy about this project or losing weight or whatever it is that our mission that we're on for the moment. If I can enjoy the process, I'll be willing to do this one or two years so that I can have a different relationship with this thing. And it's not about the getting it that is gonna make me happy. I gotta be more invested in the process. And then this whole thing's gonna go super quick. So if I try to lose weight, I'll go back to the weight loss thing. Um, if I try to lose weight just for the sake of losing weight, and every day I step on the scale, I'm gonna judge, like, oh my gosh, you know, my weight is up, or it didn't budge. And so I get irate about that most likely you're going to end up, you're going to continue to be the same way. But if I'm like, you know what? And this is true for me right now. So I've, I've been doing this, um, really paying attention to what I eat and how it's impacting my hormones. And because for like two years, I said, God, I really think I need to eat more vegetables. I've like, I don't know what, but I've let my, my, my man and my kids dictate the food I'm eating, which is not healthy, and I thought, I just kept thinking it though, but I never did anything about the eating more veggie thing. And so I was finally inspired to do something. And I went off sugar and I went off gluten. And I was like, wow, I'm actually, because I cut those things out, I'm eating more vegetables naturally. And so then I got mm. in this program where someone was teaching about it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to stick with this. I don't care if it takes me two, three, five years to lose this weight. I am really enjoying eating this healthy. I mean, it feels good. And my weight did crazy things in the beginning and then eventually when I stopped weighing myself every damn day, you know, (laughs) I'm like, people are like, wow, girl, you look good. I'm like, really? Okay, more than one person saying, maybe I'll get on the scale now. I'm sure enough. I lost weight. But I think we have to be more invested in the fun of the process that we would be willing to have that, that put off the big change. So that we could enjoy what we were doing now. And then you'll end up getting that one thing that you manifest. And it may be a route where you go all over the place and you do try five different things before something really lands for you.
0: Oh my God. that's It's it's so funny because in the past two years, I realized, so after stopping breastfeeding, my three-year-old, I stopped, you know, like when she was like two for nap time and bedtime. And I realized that like I had put on like 15 pounds because like over the, you know, over the course of two years, because you're burning 500 extra calories. So if you're working out, and you're eating healthy, like you're doing great. You're like, you're a burning machine. So it didn't really bother me because it kept, you know, it crept up slowly. And then this, like the end of the firmer, I like try my jeans and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I don't fit in my jeans. Like they're, they're really tight. I, I feel uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, I have to go back. So I went back to what I had done 10 years ago, which was low carb wasn't working for me, just wasn't. So then I was like, I'm going to make it fun. So I joined Weight Watchers because I was like, I'm going to just try something different. No attachment. Don't even care if I do it after a month. Like I'm just going to do something where I can make it fun. And of course I'm tweaking it, still tweaking it so that it works for me because that's just, I always have to do it my own way, but I got a Fitbit so I could like be, make it a game, like a video game, like I'll get my steps in. And then I'm not a runner. So I don't force myself to run because it's just my body doesn't want that. So I've been doing Tracy Anderson workouts because that's what my, I love feeling like I'm getting stronger and fitter and like doing some of the routines that she has where I don't feel like I'm dead at the end. Like that's it. That's such a fun feeling. So it's like enjoying the journey because if you focus on like if you, if you want to live your life through law of attraction, you can't have a happy outcome from an unhappy journey. If that's where people lose the weight, or they get to that number, and they're like, "Why do I feel so bad afterwards?" It's like because you literally beat yourself up on the way there, and then you expected all of a sudden that you were going to have this magic number, and it's like not just with weight loss, but with but with other things. If you're waiting for that thing to make you happy, it's just not going to.
1: Yeah, it's like being the love of the moment, and everything that you want will happen. I remember the first time I did a really big marketing campaign for a program. I have never had so much fun. Remember before I said I hated marketing. I I never had so much fun in my whole life. I thought it was the most creative thing I'd ever done. And for the first time ever in my life, I made over six figures with, you know, getting, attracting enough clients into one program. I think we had like 60 people or something. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was the most fun. I mean, like seriously thrilling throughout the whole preparation process, not even like the, like when people were buying, I mean, that was fun too, but the whole creation process, I'd never had so much fun with marketing in my life. And that's the, the way I do the whole marketing campaign. Most of my peers hate, like they would never do it. They're like, oh my gosh, that is so hard. They're like, it's like, you know, somebody had said, yeah, I did one of those kind once I did that kind of marketing once it felt like I was planning 10 weddings at the same time and birthday. <laughs> I didn't feel that way at all. It was so much fun to me. And I've been hooked ever since. But it was because the process leading up to it just put me, it made me want to wake up. I wanted to just work on the launch every waking minute that I wasn't with my kids. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get in the office today and work on this. Uh, let me roll up my sleeves. I'm so excited. So if you're not, if you are not in that zone where the sheer the joy is there, pretty much you're just gonna you're going just gonna keep plugging along and not getting much closer to what you want. And it won't, it just will be, it's like boring. It's not only hard, it's not invigorating, right? It's like Warren's watching what your mate is watching on TV or like I remember watching things on TV with my dad and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate this program. Why do we have to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And and so show we gotta we gotta we got notice when we're doing that in any area of our life where it feels like we are on a channel that totally turns us off, but we, we're not we're staying glued to it. Like we would never do that. Change the damn channel, do something different.
0: Oh my God. You know, it lights me up like that, which I swear to God, it's like the universe keeps hitting me over the head with this in the past 24 hours. Um, writing. So I have a novel that I wrote and I have a self empowerment book that I wrote and being somebody who writes novels, I have my second one that has been on the shelf. Like it's been, you know, shelves for me to be a life coach and do the podcast and, and be a mom and do all these other things. And so I ran into another author Yesterday, and I was like, All right, that was the universe being like, There's your nudge. And then someone else said something today that was another nudge of of writing, but more so blogging. And now, again, this is coming into my mind where I'm like, Yes, when I'm writing a novel, I am like the happiest I can possibly tell you. Like, I'll have my headphones on, I'll be in that world, and I'm like, I can't wait for people to read this. And I'm like, Then friends with the characters, it's just such a fun thing. Where time, I don't like, there is no such thing as time. I could write for six hours, and I'm like, Wait, do I have to eat? Like where I just I'm so in the zone. That's so much fun. So yes, yeah, feeling alive. Like that's what's to follow. And what's harder for me then is the editing phase. But that's where like you know in business the things that are harder for you that are not your strong suit. That's when you know we delegate and, and what we know to delegate because certain things are like they're energy suckers and there's a reason because that's not your zone of genius. So delegate that out to somebody else who it is their zone of genius. Right. I think that, but I have to tell you a manifestation story before we end. And then I want to, I want people to know how to get a hold of you and what, what you have to offer them. Um, my manifestation story is this was maybe nine, like eight years ago. Um, I was reading the secret and whatnot and, um, immersed myself in law of attraction. And my husband, we had never been on a honeymoon cause we, you know, we had my daughter when I was 20 and he got a free trip from work to St. Thomas. Uh, It was like, Gene, it was like I won 20 lotteries. It was like the most exciting thing, a trip by myself with no kids. Like I have three kids at that point. I'm like, this is like a miracle. And then the next year we won another trip. Wow. And it was for a cruise. And it was like, you know, through his job. And it was only, you know, two ones he ever, he ever got. But it was like, I was like, this is the most amazing thing. Like, yes, it was so, and those were two of the most, fun times of my entire life, because I had been a mom up, you know, I've been a stay-at-home mom up until that point, that's a lot of energy going into your kids, and a lot of, like, hours with them, and I felt like I was, like, you know, 17, 18 years years old again, where I'm like, this is so much fun, I almost didn't know what to do with myself, because I was, like, by myself on vacation, but yes, those manifestation stories, but the thing is, is I had no attachment, they literally just kind of came out of the sky, and if I had been trying to manifest a trip, I don't think I would have been able to do it because I would have been attached to it in the way, in what form it would have come in because I would have thought I would have had to pay for it versus like it just literally came like from the universe. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the getting out of the way of the way it's supposed to, you know, come to you. The universe is way smarter than us, right? But um, I want you to tell them what they can um, get from you in, your, in the way of your, um, your freebie and how they can get in touch with you. Just tell them about that.
1: Yeah. So our freebie is kind of really what we've been talking about today when it comes to attracting clients, because I think that people think that there's a lot of things they have to do in order to get more clients in their business. And my whole thing is, how can we have the attraction be easy? And it's not about um, how you market, it's about the feeling behind it. So it's called the 11 mindset hacks to becoming a client magnet. And um, on your podcast, do you always put your link up there?
0: Yes, mm-hmm. I'll put the link to it on it.
1: Okay, great. Um, and that's right now, that's like the best of the best stuff we have because it all leads to like there's more free goodies. In fact, we're releasing so many free goodies, which is one of my favorite things to do. So I think if you're a business owner, you're going to love what you find there. And uh, feel free to reach out to me. We've got a free Facebook group, group going so we can communicate in there and I've been answering questions. And It's a, it's a client attraction party going on.
0: I know. And, and, and I love the title of it too. Like, I think you're a master at that because it's like, um, who doesn't want that? Like literally who does not want that? I'm like, it's just, it's awesome content. And I'm just so glad that we got to play. I've been you know following you for so long that I feel like we're friends. And then I'm like, this is the very first time that we're talking. And I feel very honored to have you on. And I'm glad that my people are now don't know about you are now going to know about you so they can increase their their clients because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I'm friends with that are in my tribe so they need to know about Gina, Gina and her magic. So thank you so much for being on.
1: Well thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to finally get to know you (laughs) semi-live.
0: I know exactly, exactly. Well thank you everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry and you're listening to Goddess and Gap. Take care.